The following is a hoop bowl presentation. Hey, how's it going, everybody? Welcome into the Hoop Ball Celtics podcast. This is presented by Hoop Ball. I am your host, Patrick Lounsbury. You can follow me on Twitter at Ball and Opinions. That's B A L L I N O P I N I O N S for anything Celtics related. Also, give our show a follow at Hoop Ball Celtics for any drops of updates and shows moving forward uh, and as we continue to grow on this platform here on HoopBall. Um, well, the Celtics dropped three games in a row now. So in a, in a king sweep, the season series, in an ugly 107-96 loss in Boston. Today we're just going to go over some of the things like usual. Uh, I'm going to break down some of the good things I did see in this game, which wasn't a lot, but there were some good things still. Also going to talk about bad things, and uh, there's a lot of bad things we're going to end up talking about. Uh, final thoughts today, uh, I just wanted to bring up some of the the quotes going on uh, from the Celtics players, uh, how I feel I'm interpreting those quotes and, and how we should be looking at them, and if there's any underlining like things to kind of see as far as how those quotes are. I'm going to also talk about are these guys still bought into Brad Stevens' offense? Are they trusting each other? Is there a lack of veteranship? All that will come up in my uh, in my final take uh, of the show before we, we head out on the show. All right, let's jump into some of the good things we did see, though. Let's start off positive today. Some good defense um, in, in the beginning to start out. I uh, thought they... They had a good stint there for the first three minutes of the game. They really were locked in. They showed energy. They showed effort. Um, a lot of things we haven't been seeing from them during these times when they're losing. And uh, they just need to learn how to bring those stretches and make it more consistent. Uh, you shouldn't be talking about three minutes out of a 12-minute quarter. You know That's only uh, 25% of a quarter. So we need to see more consistency as far as that goes. Tatum... Um, had a nice backdoor cut and then was attacking earlier in the second quarter. He was very aggressive uh, at going to the paint. I have a big believer that I think Jason Tatum is best when he is a driver and aggressor. I think when he just settles for jumpers the whole time or begins with jumpers, it never leads to a very promising game. Uh, attacking and and finding getting to like better spots for him is always a better notion of his offense as well as him not settling uh well i wanted to see if uh if he really could be more consistent with his attacking um but yeah tatum had some good uh good looks off off the ball i thought i think moving forward that it'd be good to see more of him try to get some better looks off the ball he doesn't always have to create for himself he can always you know try to come around a screen and get in the spot that he likes to work from rather than, you know, dribbling and then feeling like, you know, I'm just going to sidestep and shoot a three or or just really take a hard contested jump shot. I feel like if we put him in a situation where we generate a better spot for him to start with the ball, maybe we'll get some better results uh, moving forward. I wanted to talk about uh, Kemba Walker and Tice's chemistry. I think their chemistry together is something magical. That it's really good in how they play off of each other. Every time that they run a pick and roll action, 
uh, it really starts something good for the Celtics, whether it's one of those two getting a shot or it breaks down the defense well enough for them to open up for other players on the on the roster. So just something to note there that the chemistry between Kemba and Tice is very promising. Uh, I like their their chemistry. I think they, they do a good job of feeding off of each other. Kemba gets a lot of good looks from that pick and roll, and Daniel Tice normally gets a good roll to the rim. So um, moving forward, just, just hopefully we're seeing more of that. Um, offense did pick up after the first half. They were really attacking the rim. You know, there's little to no resistance from the Kings, so that's why I wanted them to be more aggressive, especially in a game like this where they don't really have a rim protector. Like, they have Rashawn Holmes, who's a solid guy, and their backup is Hassan Whiteside, who I don't think is a very good basketball player anymore um, or really ever was. He's, he just lacks the motor. Um, so it was just nice to see them attack and, and really find some easy buckets there. Thought the the energy on both ends in the third quarter, getting the Celtics within three points at that five thirty mark. They they got to get better at at doing it consistently. That's all it is really. Is like they show these glimpses, right? And you're just like, wow, they're so good. There's so much potential that this team can hit. Like when they are hitting on all cylinders, you're like, wow, that's a good defense. They know how to get back out in transition. They know how to find good looks, and you're very optimistic about it. But when you watch them only do it for a couple minutes and you're seeing more time of them not doing it than they are it just it's just a lack of discipline and and fundamentally soundness from them so they just need to lock in better i don't know what they they need to do personally but they need to be able to find a way to, to consistently start doing some of those good things Peyton, i thought Peyton pritchard um sorry peyton pritchard Played very, very good. He had good energy in the fourth. He was playing very disciplined. I thought he was aggressive on the defensive end. And he he just loves to shoot, man. He must have the green light. I think I think Brad Stevens has told him, like, if you got an open look, be aggressive and take it type of a scenario. So uh, it was nice seeing that Peyton Pritchard was uh, aggressive and, and willing to shoot. He needs to have – hopefully we can get him to get a little bit more consistency from him as well. Because the Celtics really lack a, the depth right now, and they they need like some some type of punch off the bench right now because they really get no help, little to no help from the bench. Like when the bench ends up scoring more than twenty points in a game, Boston Celtics are are better off at, at ended up winning the game. Just uh, just hopefully they can find somebody on that bench who who steps into a bigger role and and really helps out. Uh, Rob Williams has been great. But we need somebody else along Rob Williams to lift the Celtics up on the bench side. That pretty much does it for the good things I've seen in this game. I know it wasn't a lot, but it was a pretty, you know, type of game. So we're going to go ahead and talk about some of the bad. Defense intensity really dipped after the beginning of that first quarter. Uh, talked about how they were good in that first three minutes, but it really fell off. Like, they, they look like a team that didn't care and... They didn't get out to the perimeter. They gave up many looks. Uh, I thought Buddy Hill did a good job of hitting his open jump shots. Uh, three, he was consistent. A lot of their teammates were consistent. Kings really made the Celtics pay for their lackluster, uh, you know, uneffortless defense. Uh, just think that they need to get better at, at putting just its energy. It's energy and effort that that's really the standout point. And you're like, 
we know you have the tools of being good, but at the same time, if you don't like put in the effort to be good, then it doesn't matter what skills you have. Offensively, there was very lackluster moment and in, in movement, playing a lot of P and R and, and settling for jumpers. You know, just a lot of pick and rolls. But then they just shoot a jump shot. Nobody really was moving. It was just two guys playing. It was like a two on five. And just something I want to see some more backdoor cuts. Swing the ball, you know, move side to side. Get the defense moving. Create some havoc. Create something to happen. You know, you don't always have to break down the defense with the ball uh, handler. You can always swing it and swing it and try to break down the defense with ball movement. I think that's the best way to break down the defense personally. So I uh, just want to see them do a lot more of that. The first quarter, they shot only 41% from the field and only had a three assists. So not what you're looking for from a, a team, you know, at all. Like you, three assists is terrible. You're on pace for a 12 assist game. That's, that's not good. That's not good basketball. It's not good unity. Uh, just better ball movement early on. You need to get get everybody involved, get everybody in rhythm, and have everybody touch the ball. And the ball is going to find the open shooters. The ball always finds the open shooters. You go through your motions, you go through your play sets, and what's going to present itself is that the faster you move that ball and you're not thinking anymore, you're just reacting, you're going to realize that you react ended up getting somebody open for a jump shot or somebody open for a cut layup. So Boston just needs to get really better at, at getting that ball moving around. Need better trust in each other. Celtics were sloppy with the basketball in the second quarter and struggled to find ways to get anything to fall. I thought they got some good looks. They just couldn't knock them down. But also that's a part of like, hey, you just saw five jump shots. None of them went down. Maybe I should attack the hole. Maybe I should get myself going by seeing the ball go through, you know. So try to get a layup. Try to get a dunk. Try to, you know, at least try to go inside and make an easier, higher percentage look. So just something I thought the Celtics lacked is is the attacking and, and being able to create for themselves there. Just no energy. Um, this team lately has looked like a team ready to go on vacation. You know, like when you uh, when you when you put in like a request for work and you're like, oh, I'm gonna be out of town for like two weeks. It's almost like people realize it's like, oh, he's he's slacking a little bit, a little bit because he's knowing going on vacation. Or when you quit a job, somebody quits a job, everybody's like, oh yeah, he's he's ready to leave. He's ready to get out of here. That's what the Celtics are playing like right now. They just have no energy to like be playing basketball and it's just really concerning and, and crazy that they're playing like that but something has to change in, in the energy aspect um, whether it's from the leaderships of the team to to push everyone to to really step up in that part of the the game or it, it's on also on the coaches like the coaches don't get a pass they need to get their guys motivated and have that intensity and that energy level up and i don't think right now that they have it so looking to see how they address that the first three throws came at the 205 mark of the second quarter and here's here's why it's frustrating because when when you don't get your free throws until the second quarter like that just shows that you're not attacking right there's no pressure on transitions there's no flying around of screens they just seem to be going through motions looking like a team and they walk through like they, sometimes the Celtics look like 
you know, when the coach goes, all right, we're just going to do a pregame walkthrough, you know, everything's going to be at 70% speed. That's look like how the Boston Celtics are playing majority of the game is at a 70% speed clip, which is not going to get you wins. That's not how you win basketball games. You can't cruise control through these. The, these. A lot of these teams are in the hunt to make the playoffs. So you're getting the best of every, every team you face every night. So to um, really hammer on that, you have to be more aggressive. You can't settle. There's no reason that you should have gotten your first free throws with two minutes and five seconds left in the second quarter. Also, if your team is struggling and you're not shooting well, what's a great way to find rhythm? Oh, at the free throw line. You see the ball go in. That's a a free shot, open shot, get your mechanics going, you feel good, you see the ball go down, that could start rolling, and next thing you know, you start hitting shots. But if you're not getting to the free throw line, you never get the opportunity to see the ball go through, which means you never end up making your shots. So moving forward, they definitely need to do a better job, again, at attacking. Uh, attacking and ball movement, it, it seems to be a constant issue with this team. And I think they have to start figuring out what's what's the issue. Do the teammates not trust each other to swing the ball? Um, are they, you know, just hunting shots? Are they, what's going on? Are they going away from what the, is the scheme not working? Is Brad Stevens' offense thing not working? Are they not getting good looks out of it? I don't know. So, just, just very upsetting to watch them play with no energy. Bad fouls, especially one at the 3.4 mark of the second quarter. When they're in the bonus, is just dumb fouls, man. Dumb fouls. You were they were gaining momentum, and then you end up fouling a guy when you're in the bonus, and he ends up going to the free throw line with three seconds and four, three point four seconds left in the right before the half, and that's just not a good, not a good play at all. Just terrible. Kill all momentum. Um, Celtics 0-9 on, on the season when scoring less than 50 points at half. Well, after this game, it's 0-10. So really got to be better at not, um, being better on the offensive end, attacking, and then also energy, man. Energy is, is everything. Celtics were getting open looks in the fourth quarter, just not able to execute, and they they never went to attacking the rim. I don't know why they weren't like, like they played four four quarters and like we're never like oh yeah let's attack the rim guys no at the 738 mark of the fourth three on one fast break leads to a block Celtics have to be better at taking advantage of that uh, you get a three on one fast break in the NBA that should come to a finish or a shooting foul where you're going to the free throw line there's no reason that you should get blocked it was Jason Tatum on the right side. It was Grant Williams on the left and Peyton Pritchard pushing up the middle. Pritchard made a late decision to pass the ball to Grant Williams, and Grant Williams ends up getting swatted by the defender. So I think in that scenario, uh, the rookie has to be better at getting the ball out sooner. Like It's a three-on-one, make the defender decide. You can easily swing. When, you're, when you have the ball and you're in the middle and you go – and you wait too long, you allow the defender to get in position between both the cutters and then also you. So it's easier for them to recover. Now, if you swing it to the left side, then he's got to take his momentum and move over to that side a little bit, and then you can swing it. He, The left person can swing it over to the right side, causing an easier look. So you just got to be able to get a better read on those situations and get the ball out faster. 
Also, like I thought, like on a fast break, you know, you have Jason Tatum on one side and Grant Williams on the other. You probably should get it in the hands of Jason Tatum because even if you made the wrong pass in that scenario, Jason Tatum is probably going to be able to bail you out more times than not, especially when it's compared to Grant Williams. No offense to Grant Williams, but uh, it ends up just turning into a block, and it was just like, of uh, course, can't even execute on a three-on-one fast break. Fox, uh, down the stretch, did just hit everything. He was insane. Fox just was getting to his spots. He was getting easy points. Holmes, in the last two minutes, was really good on defense. He had a consecutive possessions of, of where he was getting blocks and forcing turnovers. He had uh, one possession in general where he got two blocks and then poked the ball loose and got the steal. So just ultimately Celtics took too long to, to really get after it at the basket and it resulted in a loss tonight, you know? Some uh, some things that I, I did want to address too is I, I wanted to talk about some of the the things that were said by the players and the coaches after the game. Brad Stevens had said, I think we need to be more engaged in each other. I think that teams are fragile things. You guys are trying, and they're all really good guys. Trying, five guys engaged does a lot, and we just haven't had that recently. So just stating about how they're not engaged, there's no energy. Um, having five guys on the court all on the same page hasn't been a thing that they've been able to do recently and that's got to come down to the leadership on the team the leaderships of the players who are in the leadership roles that's the Jason Tatums the Jalen Browns and the Kemba Walkers and it also comes down to the coaching staff how Stevens needs to to put the energy into them to to be committed all five of them be committed when you're on the court to show that energy to be diving for those 50 50 balls like just play Celtics basketball and and everybody goes what Celtics basketball you know like we all know what Celtics basketball is it is leaving your heart on the on the court like you it don't matter like I'd be a lot happier I mean you don't want to see them lose but if they were losing and I was seeing them die for balls and showing effort and they were really trying I I think fans would be handling the losses a lot better but it's the fact that sometimes you look at them and you're like wow this team does not care when when the team does look even gives a hint off that they do not care that's just like unacceptable and that's not Celtics basketball because Celtics basketball is about having that heart that grit and grind and no matter what always fighting for the possession even if it's uh you know going back to like when we had Rondo and and Rondo was a big guy where it's like you you could be up on us by like 25 points in the game in hand and Rondo's still going to get up in your grill and he's still going to fight for the ball and he's going to try to fight for possessions so uh Marcus Smart's pretty good at doing that but he has to be a like where's the rest of his teammates at doing it you know like where's everybody else everybody else has to be just as engaged one person can't carry that load it has to be a team unified thing so um Brad also said um, that he wants the Celtics to move on from bad moments and show a little resolve throughout the game. He says we have not been able to done that. So yeah, just I guess this they're they're hanging on. They're not getting into next play mode. So what next play mode means is like whenever you miss a shot you, as like a shooter, you're supposed to get in next play mode. Forget it. You know if you end up dwelling on that shot 
and you miss another and miss another, your confidence goes down and down and down. And you're just one of those people who are like, God, it's not my day. I, I can't shoot today. I can't shoot. And then when you're in that situation where you're like, I can't shoot, then it affects how you shoot, how you play the rest of the day. So he he's just saying that they need to be better at, at moving forward and just moving on to next play mode. Forget whatever happened, whether it was a foul that made you mad or a lack of foul, whether it was a missed shot, you know, missed blown uh, defensive responsibility. Forget about it. Move on to next play. Try to get better. Try to get better every play. So, Brad Stevens is giving a pretty passion. He gave a pretty passionate speech, uh, basically about how the Celtics need to be more together and more resilient. It's got to be seventeen guys dying to play well together, and I think the fun follows that. And what he means about the fun follows that. Marcus Smart um, had a quote before. Uh, the game and this is it Ugh, let me find the quote real quick Marcus Smart said the Celtics are not having fun and need to find that again he said that the Celtics had a lot of going on in their personal lives he thinks they need to find a way to give each other energy and pick each other up this isn't our first time first season we've ever been under fire in the postseason then making a change so just gotta click we just gotta find something to click it might take a game, it might take two, but we got to figure it out. Once we do, I think we'll be okay. Marcus Smart, right now, we're kind of blind, but we're searching for that light. We've got to keep searching. We can't give up because I know there's a lot of people out there that's already counting on us or already counting us out. More Marcus Smart, we've, we've got to figure that out and bring that energy for one another. We will, like I said, we just got to find what we got to do to kind of get it clicking and kind of get it started to keep that fire lit so clearly they're having um some interesting things that he mentioned was how they're having issues off the court like personal life issues so might not even be basketball related maybe like a teammate is going through you know a divorce or something like that for an example not saying that anybody is but that's just like an example so um, just talking about how they're going through adversity off in their personal lives and then trying to come into into work you know and it's just like you know some, you're just gonna have those bad days in life and he's just trying to find a way that the team could uplift each other in these scenarios and really start playing a lot better and and moving forward really find themselves being more engaged so i think that is still concerning that they might have some issues in their personal life uh i don't know also if there's any locker room issues anything like that in nature but brad stevens also got to be better i think as a coach right now and really finding a way to rally these guys to to feel more comfortable when they come in and and be more engaged because that's you know they're, they're obviously going going to um be struggling if if they can't get anything going you know confidently off the court as well Brad Stevens' fun also often follows winning, but that but what comes first, winning or doing hard stuff? He wants the Celtics to do hard stuff first, and then the rest will come. Stevens said he believes the Seas have good people. I can't say enough good things about them. That's why I believe it's there. That's why I think our ceiling's better than we played. Because I believe in who we have, but we've got to do it together. That's the bottom line. Jalen Brown also had something to say. He said, we just have to have more enthusiasm for the game. We're all grown men. We all made it this far in our career, so we just need to act like it. 
Jalen Brown, as a group in the fourth quarter, we've fallen apart a lot of the time. Fourth quarter is supposed to be the winning time. It has been the time we haven't been absolutely together. Jalen Brown said he has tried to lead this team, but he may need to try new ways to do so. I haven't done a good job of leading this team. I lose sleep because of that. Kemba Walker also said, at the end of the day, we got to come together, man. People got to sacrifice certain things. We've got to put out our pride to the side and figure it out. So with that, those interesting comments being said, the key thing I'm getting from Jalen Brown and Kemba Walker was the lack of togetherness. You know, they need to come together. You know, they're not playing at a, like a team. So what's what's the issue there? Are they not trusting in each other? Are they not vibing with each other? What this Celtics group seems more distant apart from each other than most Celtics teams in the past. And it's just given me a lot of like, ooh, there might be something in the locker room that you know is not clicking. And it may not even just be like a confrontation, I don't like you type scenario. It's just you know, you don't you don't vibe with sometimes. Sometimes you just don't vibe with people. And it's not that you don't get along with them. It's just you're not clicking with them. And I think the Celtics need to figure out what it is and address it. And I think that's something in in the trade deadline or the offseason that they really need to take a notion of because I feel you can't have consistently a locker room like this. This is not going to be okay moving forward. And they are gonna ha- might have to reshape a lot of the, the type of people that are in the locker room. I also think it might be because of lack of a veteranship. Uh, when, when you think about this team, you're like, wow, this team's really young. Like, they are really, really young. Outside of Kemba Walker, Jeff Teague, and Thompson, there's there's no veteranship on this team. And your leaders are 23 and 24. Like, you have to be able to have more veterans on this team to get them through these times, to have the experience of, of really burning, you know, burning fires under people's asses as thompson says like if you want to you want to really get people going you have to be able to have veterans that know from experience on how to get through situations like this so that's just one of the things i think i i also am curious is is this team still bought into stevens is stevens i think stevens is a good coach but at the same time if the team isn't believing in the coach, then it doesn't matter how good the coach is. Um, so I, I'm hoping that that's not the issue. But that's starting to come to light as if, like, do they believe in Stevens and his system? Like, what is the what is the relationship there? Are they not trusting in each other? Is that the issue? They don't have no trust in one another and they're just trying to get theirs? They're basket hunting? Or is it is it the lack of uh, veteranship? I'm, I'm unsure about that. Um, so it's just some things to look forward as this team continues to move down, uh, this, uh, season as, you know, we're getting to the second half, man, that they, they got to start cleaning stuff up. If they don't start cleaning stuff up now, then we're, we're looking at a first round exit and that's got to be the realistic look of things because they have not been doing well, you know, and they're showing no signs of progression at this point. You know, Kemba Walker was six of 18 tonight. Not did not shoot well. Jason Tatum was six of sixteen, didn't shoot well. Uh, you had Jalen Brown eight of twenty, didn't shoot too well. Uh, they just their bench was outside of Robert Williams, man. Like 
they got 11 points outside of Robert Williams. So that's, what, 23 points. They got 23 points off the bench, which is better than they normally get. But none of their starters hit over 20 points tonight. So it's 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 disappointing to watch. It really is. They're shooting. They shot 38% from three tonight, which isn't terrible. They shot 42% from the field. Just overall... Not a good look. They need to clean a lot of things up. Hopefully, we see some some better things as as we move forward here. And I think that's all I got for the final thoughts here. So before we wrap everything up here, guys, please, please, please go to the show and follow on Twitter at Hoopball Celtics. You can also find me on Twitter at Ballin Opinions. That's B A L L I N O P I N I O N S. If you could leave a five-star rating and review on the pod on Apple Music or Apple Apple Podcast, I would really appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see and talk to you guys after the Celtics welcome Orlando Magic in on an afternoon game on Sunday. All right? See ya. presentation.